Welcome to the Chantal Hyde Canada's Dating Coach Podcast, where you'll learn to love and be loved. Come understand how powerful you are and share in our common experiences so that we can all grow together. Like Chantal loves to say, let's do this. So hello, Holly. Session number four. Number four. Yes. How have you been doing? Really good. Well, I finished the book. Okay. So good. But I want to say that there's a man that I have been getting to know and he doesn't really like my rule, but he is, you know, has been abiding by it, <laughs> respecting it, respecting it. And I'm so fucking glad I didn't kiss this man. <gasps> I have had a crush on him for a while and was excited and trying really hard not to get excited about the possibilities of this man. And he was so good and everything was so good. And then now he doesn't follow me on TikTok, so he doesn't really know so much about my life, which I'm grateful for. And we started talking about politics and he is not a fan of the trans community. Mm. Not a fan at all. Uh -oh. so Stay quiet and let him dig his own hole. And at the end, I told him I have a trans son. And if I had been already sexually intimate with him, I would, I think, felt you have this, okay, I wrote down this thing in your book where it says, I wrote, you're talking about this. Once you're in a relationship, then, and you've already made out with them or had sex with them, then you, ha you have this feeling to work things out and you feel stuck. And I would have felt that way with him. I would have felt the need to convince him, educate him, all this stuff. And instead, I was hoping that him and I were going to go out tonight. <laughs> instead, I went like this. Like I completely lost all interest the moment said that he thinks the whole trans community is foolish. And now listen, I, and here's how I feel. And I had to go back and write it on my list. Not only, I don't want to date somebody who tolerates the trans community. I want to date somebody who celebrates because my child is part of that. And I swear to God, if we had already been intimate, I would have gotten myself in a pickle. Yes. And so I see the benefit of this and how it is. It just, they just weed out. They weed themselves out. They just weed themselves out. I have a, a man who's been messaging me on TikTok adamantly against what you preach or teach right and I have been going back and forth with him 
he's been respectful. He's been, we're having educate, you know, conscious educational, educational conversations, no flirting or anything like that. It's been, it's been good because it makes me challenge myself on what do you believe? This man, shoot, it's on my phone, what he wrote to me. It, you, you could go on your phone. It'll freeze the screen, but I can still hear your voice. Okay. Okay. Where did I screenshot it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, that's the other screenshot. No, I did not screenshot it. Oh, he said, let me come back. He's like, the only man that's going to wait for three months is a man who's closet gay. <laughs> Why does anybody need to be closet gay anymore? Because right. it's not like I'm a pastor anymore or, or we're like in a religious community. Number two, he called him a sociopath, but a man who is dating you, but he's definitely sleeping with other women on the side. You just won't know about it. Right, right. Or a man who just has no libido whatsoever. Okay. Those are the those are the only three types of men that he thinks would date me. Uh -huh. So in order to, <laughs> so here's here's what this guy. This is not a man, Holly, that you're talking to, right? You recognize that? This is a chapter, guys versus men. That was good. This is a guy. So this guy thinks anybody who practices patience and impulse control is either gay, lacks integrity, or is not interested in sex. Yes. And that's fear mongering and projection. Yes. And my response was, cool. I if, if a man honestly doesn't think I'm worth waiting three months for, I mean, period. Yeah. The math, over the course of three months, I would have anywhere from 12 to 24 dates. That is not a lot. Right. In my mind, that's not a lot of, you know, really getting to know each other. And the more I look around and I talk to my friends, I realize your man don't actually like you. Your man likes you for your body and your domestic labor, but that's about all he likes. Yeah. And I'm not willing to do that again. So... I don't know if you saw the post that I made this week. A man had said, I'm talking about your book. And he throws out these totally wrong statistics about how men, there's 25 women for every one man, one man pickings are slim for you. So basically you need to lower your standards. So the statistics were wrong and I wasn't going to debate with him about that. I don't care if, the, if it was a hundred women to every one man. My response back was, we don't give a shit. Like, we don't care. 
We don't care what the statistic is. We do not, we will not lower our standards to be with an, an abusive asshole just so we're not lonely. I, I will say that even maybe six months ago, I wasn't that concrete about how I feel about that now, but I, I have, you know, I've been single for the last three months and have been really doing the work as much as I possibly can every I'm not on dating apps. I've taken a hiatus. I'm occasionally if men out in public ask me out, I'll go out, but I'm still doing the work and I'm still following these principles and I am happy. I am content. I am. And I don't know if I've ever been this at peace before. I, I, I have never been at this at peace before with just looking into my future, knowing that it might be a life without a companion and that's okay. Yeah. So when these men come along and they are really just manipulating you into thinking that, oh, well, you're going to be alone and desperate and die alone and da da da. When I look at my life, I'm like, but I'm not alone. Yeah. I have four kids. I have a great community of women. I'm not alone. So I think that your program is easier to do, or your philosophy is easier to do when you've got to that place. Yes. But if you're not at that place, like the whole first half of your book is about getting to that place. And if you're not at that place, you're, and you're desperate, which I have been many times, then yeah, you fall for their bullshit. Yeah. So I'm just really proud of myself because... <laughs> I had two dates last week that I never re like had a second date with them. Right. Because of my choice. And I don't know. I am just seeing right through the bullshit. And I gotta tell you, my friends. Okay, your chapter discover period, 15 discovery period questions that will really peel his onion, like. The 15 questions that you ask to get to know them, I love those questions. Yeah. I have a list of questions that I ask to find out their values, but how you ask, like that's a mind fuck. You're playing games right there, girl. <laughs> you are asking questions to find out, to pull the, the curtain away and see behind the scenes and I love it yeah and I gotta say then the whole chapter 37 on is he a guy or a man and 12 ways to know the difference I read that chapter it felt like 
it felt like you know your older sister sitting you down and being like here it is yeah all the secrets to the universe about what kind of man you actually really want now i have to be honest with you 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 say these men exist is that what you're saying there we go my husband is the template you have do you have the only one girl no, there's more. <laughs> i know a few men that are like this of course they're married um i'm just waiting for their wives to die so that i can <laughs> kidding yeah, um, kidding <laughs> um, but i loved this chapter it opened my mind so much to i really think that the god honest truth is i, I got to say this without being offensive to the male race but or gender but we just we set the bar so low for them and we've allowed it to stay so low and so if a guy comes along and he's even remotely like I mean, I stayed in my marriage for 20 years because I was thinking he doesn't beat me. He provides and pays the bills. That's better than 50% of the other men in the world. Right? Mm -hmm. So I just, I don't think we women, we, mu we must not think we deserve this. We weren't taught. We were not taught. We were not taught. Not taught that a man could be this way. Even though I know I have met men this way. Men choose to be valued for their character. That's only the good ones. Men versus yeah. God. Yeah. So I had to keep reminding myself of that. Do that. This was. Men are too busy achieving goals or delving into the soul-satisfying hobbies to have several women on the go. That is so true. I know men. And they're really good, good, really men, good men. But I have to tell you, the chapter, where's, which one's the chapter on what women should be? Uh, that's the seven the seven traits men are looking for in women yeah okay uh, and two, seven qualities chapter 44 44 yeah 186 i have to tell you that i read this and I literally put the book down and thought, maybe, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not ready. No, maybe I'm not there. Maybe I should not be in a relationship. This was challenging. The seven traits, which part? So it's hard <laughs> because 
in context, this is the type of woman you're going to be with a quality man. Yes. And I had to keep reminding myself, I haven't always been this type of woman because I've been with some assholes, you know? So I had to keep reminding myself that. Like the you say, love is about giving space without judgment and offering forgiveness when the journey takes us down rough roads and being able to evolve together is what truly bonds two people in love. Well, every single sentence in this chapter, I had to think through, I had to stop and think because I was not like that at the end with my last ex. But he was a closet addict. Yeah. So I had to keep reminding myself, yeah, actually, I I have had a relationship with a man before him for a year and a half, and we never argued. Boys, this is how we treated each other, and it was beautiful and amazing. Unfortunately, well, I can't, I can't publicly talk about why it didn't, but, um, but it definitely did not work out. So I guess I know I am capable. I've done it before. I just still need to heal from this last relationship because right now I'm still feeling bitterness especially after i posted that we don't want to be with abusive assholes it went viral and i don't know it's like 150,000 viral for me 150,000 views and i just got hundreds of men commenting you're infertile, you're unattractive, nobody wants you anyway, you're a narcissist, you're this, you're the Guys saying that. Yes. Because there were a handful of men that came to my defense. So right now I'm just trying to reconcile that in my head because I'm like, maybe I don't want to be with a man. Well, if you're going to be with somebody, it should be a man. Not a, or, or a woman, you know, but a woman or a man, not a girl or a guy. Yes, you're exactly right. Okay, so let me tell you some other things. Okay. Oh my God, this made me die laughing. Uh, a man is a prettier version of a caveman. <laughs> It's true. We still have throwbacks. We still have instincts. Yes. Yes. A prettier version of a caveman. I thought that was really funny. I loved that you, how you talked about, you know, they do like a woman who's feminine in this sentence. You've made him feel like a million and one dollars just by looking like a million yourself. Yeah. That is true. Not in all men or not in guys. Because guys, when you look amazing, get intimidated, don't want the attention, don't like the attention, don't want you to have the attention. But a man, mm-hmm. 
will just walk you around the room like a proud little rooster that he is. <laughs> Looking good, baby. Yes, it was so, so wonderful. Okay, so, ooh, I love this too. Men want to find out what makes you amazing. And so you should not be like vomiting out constantly all your shit and what you don't like about you. Say, I don't want to discolor his view of me with my own skewed verge or vision. Yeah. That is gold. Thank you. Applies to any relationship. Yeah. And it's just not good to be walking around saying, oh, I'm a piece of shit. I'm ugly. I'm da 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 da. What is that? What good does that do? Right. Really liked that as well. Okay. And then I wanted to ask you, I think it's really hard. No, this can be true. But when people say, and I had a lot of men say this to me, oh, it's not that men aren't good. It's just that you're pickers off. You're a bad picker. Right. Your response be to that. My response is, okay, let me $10,000. Trust me, bro. I'll pay you back. Yeah. Right now, let me $10,000. Trust me. I'll pay you back. Oh, you don't want to? But you've known me for three weeks or a month or however long it be. Like, here's the thing. When guys say that, First thing I ask them is, how long do you think it should take for me to trust you? Give you exclusivity, kissing sex, exclusivity, relationship status. And usually they'll say a month. It'll it'll be a short period of time. And so I'll say, okay, so then in a month, are you lending me $5,000? And they go, no. And I say, but shouldn't it go both ways? If I'm supposed to trust you so much, you're the right person. Trust me, bro. You're the right person. I trust that you're, listen, I, I know in, in four weeks, I know you well enough. So I trust you well enough to reject other people for you and give you my body. I trust you with my body. I reject other people for you because you are the best selection. Trust me, bro. So you're going to lend me $5,000, right? Because if I trust you that much, don't you trust me that much? And this is where they start losing their shit. Because these are the same guys that say, oh, you're going to use a no kissing for three months dating rule? Well, then pay for yourself. So money is very important to them. And how their money is spent, where their money goes, is very important to them. But our mental health and emotional well-being, our bodily integrity not so important. All they want is access to us. So I challenge them by saying, okay, then how, how quickly should I trust you? And in that period of time, like if it's a short period of time, it's about $5,000. If it's a longer period of time, I'm like $10,000, right? Up in the ante here. So if, 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 if that's all it takes, that amount of time, then you trust me too, don't you? And this is where you see the hypocrisy Yes. Okay, I'm writing that down. Yeah, they just... Listen, I know my picker has been lost. 
Let but me that... correct you. Let me correct you. Nobody's picker is off. We have been indoctrinated and brainwashed into a dating culture that says kiss a stranger. Nobody's picker is going to be on when we've been taught to not use discernment. We've been taught to not do our due diligence. We've been taught to not make informed decisions when it comes to who gets exclusivity. They want exclusivity on the first date. We've been taught that's what we're supposed to do. Our picker isn't off. We've been brainwashed into picking the wrong ones. Step one, kiss on the first, second, third, fourth date. Step two, fighting is normal, fighting is healthy. Our picker isn't off. We've been indoctrinated to pick the wrong people and stay in those relationships because we're taught to be convenient to who? To males. And they are not happy that we are not wanting to be convenient anymore. Who cares? It's, by the way, it's not the men who are unhappy. The men have been standing on the sidelines going, why isn't anybody noticing me? The guys are the ones who are vomiting blood right now because they can't handle how we're switching the game on them. Yes. Yes, I agree with that. So when they say your picker is off, that's your problem. Then I just pull out the whole trusting okay when am i supposed to trust you and we you're right we've been taught not to discern and to trust first isn't that so silly like we're to, we're taught as kids stranger danger don't trust a stranger and then we become adults and we're told to pick a stranger for a long-term relationship make it make sense i mean i trust has got to be earned yeah my side and their side. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I did my mantras this week. Yes. I yeah. am perfect. Relationship is perfect. Yes. I love that. I love that. <laughs> it felt giddy to say every time. Yeah. Like, because, you know, I'm a recovering perfectionist. I, perfectionist, that, you know. But when you came in and gave that different definition, that I could do. That I could do. But yeah. also, I gotta say, in this whole guys versus men thing, how, how you talk about it in the book, it's like, so subtle these subtle nuanced things that you can pick up on to know immediate you know pretty, pretty right away how they are and so every man i see now yeah. oh my I god like i feel like santa claus naughty nice naughty nice so i want to i want to point that out Every man I see now, I have a quick, I do a quick judgment. I'm able to quickly assess. And this, this is something I say to people. If you buy, because I have women who say, where are all the good men? And I say, check this out. Look at this analogy right here. If you buy a certain make and model of car, do you not suddenly start recognizing it everywhere? 
It was always out there in that quantity, but familiarity creates recognition when you become familiar with the 12 character traits. Lickety split. 100%. 100%. And it just feels like so much more empowering. Also feels like it's like more black and white because before when red flags would start to arise old, old holly <laughs> would you know just it was so subconscious but or i can ignore that or um My name is Hope with Holly on TikTok. Sometimes you can have hope for the wrong things. And you just sit and keep hoping that this man is going to change or grow up or be better. Yeah. I have a fountain of hope that runs through me. And I've been using that some of that for the wrong thing. And it just really opened up my eyes that are you that desperate? Are you that desperate that you will just imagine that he's somebody else? Somebody yeah. somebody different. So I gotta say, your book produced a lot of emotions inside of me, but one of them really was humble. Like I was humbled. Humbled because. How did I not know all of this before? You were never taught. It's not your fault. True. I've never been taught. Also didn't seek it out. Um, None of us were taught this. None of us were taught this. And even, listen, nobody's written no more assholes before me. Nobody did 12 character trades before me. I don't see any book talking about using a no kissing for three months dating rule. So how could you have even sought it out if you wanted to? When did you write this book? I should have found it. That's when I should have found it in 2016, girl, you're late. Late to the game. Yeah. This, you made a video on International Women's Day Thing, like we're going to start a revolution I feel it in my soul girl mm, mm, I got three vision boards yes it to have that video of me saying we're not settling anymore we don't want assholes thousands of women saying yes yes I agree yes yes I was like oh my god Like women are ready for a change. And I, it's a, it's very much in my age group and up because we experience it. But how do we explain this to 20 year olds? Like don't, well, first of all, we've got to get them to value themselves first. On my live stream today, I had some trolley troll saying, nobody young is ever going to want to do this. I said, ladies, how old are you? 
And I had 15, 19, 22, 25, 27, in addition to 29 and up. Nice. Yeah. Good. We have got to get this message out there more. Because this seems like, you know, I grew up in purity culture and that was really extreme. Really, you know, no kissing or sex until marriage. That is not a good idea at all. Right. And this just, it seems, you know, you never want to be extreme, right? Either you're on this, in this ditch off the road or you're in this ditch off the road. And this seems like it just comes into the middle. And this just seems like, yeah, this makes sense. Like, this is logic. Yes. This is not religion. This is not manipulation. This is just logic. Yeah, dude, I need three months to, to see if I trust you before I give you my body. How, that seems totally logical to me. Yeah. Now, doable. I, oh my God, I hope I can do it. Yeah. I know I can. I have signs all around my room saying I have control I am in control of myself and a woman of my words but I but I do actually I really do think I can do it I really do because it all comes back to are you valuable are you valuable enough to do this yeah valuable enough Hold your boundaries for three months to see if you can trust this person. If they're worthy of your treasure. Worthy of your mental health. Worthy of your emotional well-being. That's what it's all about. I'm filling a position. The role of the person who's by my side. No one else is closer to me, not my mom, not my kids. No one is going to be by my side more than the person I choose to have by my side, not my friends. This person is going to be in my life more than anybody else. They will be detrimental or enhancing my mental well-being, my emotional well-being. What will it be? It's one or the other. Either you make it better or you make it worse. There's no neutral. So it's important to pick the person who's going to be supportive of your mental health and emotional well-being. And when I propose the no kissing for three months dating rule and the guy in front of me says, Ugh, no fucking way, I block and delete him because you don't support my well-being, period. You don't care about my safety, period. How did they not see that? Like, this is what I've tried to explain to this man that's debating with me. You know, I tell him, like, I was molested. I was raped. I was attempted rape at 40. Like, how do you not see? Yeah. And, and there's also a male dating coach on TikTok who also does not agree. And are we talking about Jake Maddox? No, oh, he's new to TikTok and I follow all dating coaches just to 
whether I agree or not, I just want to hear what they're saying and what um what's being said. Um yeah, and he's on the mindset like that's silly, you don't need rules, it's insincere. Is what theater? Fear. Because you've created rules somehow. Right. And I'm like, you are a and I told I wrote back, I'm like, you're a coach. You're like you have you have to have some kind of credentials to be a coach or take some kind of course or something, right? It is unregulated. I could have, listen, I have, I have, I don't have any certificates, any degrees because all of them are purchased. A coaching, a certified coach is somebody who bought the certification. That's it. It doesn't mean you're good. Yeah. And I just wrote back, I'm like, how do you not see, you know, that this assault happens to women and we need time to trust? And his response was, well, uh, it sounds like you just need to get healing from your sexual assault and move on. In other words, I don't care. Yes, exactly. And I'm like, okay, let's say that's the case. Uh, I still need three months to find out, are you a narcissist? Are you an asshole? Are you trustworthy? Like, are you a good man or are you a guy? And to that, he did not. Of course not. But uh, I just think, I just don't understand how men don't see. I mean, it's, you know, and they're just pulling one over on us. Willful ignorance. That's right. Willful ignorance. Willful. Yeah. Willful ignorance. It's It's not that they don't get it. It's that they don't care. And as long as they don't care then they'll continue listen it's easy to not care isn't it it's e it's easier to not care it's easier to drive by it's easier to ignore it's easier to simply focus on satisfying yourself regardless of how that affects other people that's easier it's so easy to be selfish my husband is self less he works himself to the bone literally we're 50 years old he's finally starting to slow down because he's so selfless he looks after so many people it's so easy to be selfish you go no kissing for three months pay for yourself right it's so easy to be selfish and go so you've been abused in the past so what i want access to your body give it to me it's so easy to be selfish so that's why we use that no kissing for three months dating well what are you? Are you selfish? I don't want you. I don't. It's going to be a life of misery and fighting and arguing because you're always going to be right, even when you're wrong. Yeah, that is so true. That is so true. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying not to get bitter. Right. I'm really trying not to get bitter. And Holly, stop trying to change people. Those ones that don't want to get it, stop wasting your time. 100% agree. Have, have really been able to do that and cut people out. 
I just. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's like, this is how bitter I am. I think maybe only 10% of men are men. Fair. And that makes me sad. There's nothing I can do about it. And I guess, I guess it makes me sad to the core because I think yeah, maybe I'll never, I'll never get a traveling partner, a companion, you know, a man who is like this. How do I deal with that? That's I don't. Good, that's a good question. It's. But I do, I don't need a man. I recognize that. I'm very happy in my life. But I suspect that when my kids leave, and I'm alone and I'm alone all the time. Of course I have my girlfriends, but you know, plus I want to have sex again. <laughs> yes. So you you can have a sneaky, right? Like your little your little buddy, right? If <clears throat> so uh, here's the thing. I like I like to to get people to ask themselves, where am I at in my life? Am I looking for a long-term partner or am I not? And, and so not confusing your process, right? If you are looking for a long-term partner, use the no kissing for three months, dating, no kissing, no sex, no sleepovers, no exclusivity. If you're not looking for a long-term partner, go have all the fun you want. So really just kind of understanding yourself and what it is that's in your heart and what you desire. How do you deal about the sadness over possibly not being with somebody? Is that what you want to project and step into? Or are you going to manifest the man you're looking for? Yeah, I mean, I totally get that about manifesting. And I do want a relationship. I do want to manifest the man to come into my life. Have you? But I, but I can't deny the fact that I still think, oh my gosh. This may never happen. So here's what happened. What you did is you took the dating world and you narrowed it down to the generous long-term thinkers. And because your brain went from quantity to quality, you suddenly went into scarcity because yeah. what you're saying to yourself is there's so little quality. But it doesn't matter how little quality there is. What matters is, will you be available when it, when you come across it? You know, when people say, I was looking and looking, and then when I stopped looking, I found the one. There's something that happened in manifestation on there. And part of that is the releasing of the outcome. You need to believe that you deserve it. You need to be clear about what you want. And then you release the outcome. When you like when you're manifesting, right? When I'm manifesting money, the moment I get into a sense of gratitude about money, I switch my mind to thinking something else. What I'm doing in that moment is releasing it. When you release the outcome, you send your manifestation into the universe and it goes fishing for what it is that you're looking for and it pops it into your path. I 100% fell into scarcity. My 
You're exactly. Um, although it does feel scarce. <laughs> but so here's the thing. It feels more scarce because you did narrow. You're funneling my love. So yes, you're funneling from quantity to quality. But remember that car? Remember that car, that make and model of car that you got that you suddenly started seeing everywhere? The men are out there in that quantity. Before you got that certain car, you weren't seeing it, were you? You're right. You're probably going to have to tell me that 10 more times. I'll do it a million, my love. Because it's a lot to change your way of thinking. So I'm wondering, how did you come up with this? How did you come up with this? Oh, that's backwards. <laughs> Custom made. Yeah. Custom made. I'm I'm designed this way. I'm just so when I speak about custom made. It's not just how your design, in other words, like my brain, the way it assesses, the way it thinks, the way it picks up on things, the way it breaks it down. I, I come up with solutions before people know there's a problem. Um, it's not just how I'm designed, but it's how my life has been designed leading up to this moment, setting everything up so perfectly to educate me. So I picked the wrong people for the most obvious of reasons, for the most common reason abusive mom abusive relationship low self-esteem guys who cheated on me and so I have the history that has become my superpower because I get to say I know what you've been through and I know why you did it yes but you and you I mean god you made your husband wait two years right I didn't make anybody do anything. That was his choice. Right. You're right. That was. <laughs> yes. You're so good with your words. You're so intentional with your words. Yes. One day I will be like that. Ah, follow my lead, baby girl. I got you. Okay. Oh my gosh. Um. Okay. So then I had another, this is a curiosity question. So the end of your book talks about, um, you know, once you are married or, or together, like, you know, how do you interact and love is communication and stuff like that. Um, so I am dying to know what is the one or two areas that maybe you have to that you struggle with that you have to remind yourself all the time to change your mindset or whatever. Hmm. Where am I adjusting myself? Um, so for me, it's, you know, we have this go, go, go culture. You have to always be doing something. You have to be so busy all the time. And uh, a struggle for me has been being comfortable with taking downtime. Um, because I, I, I would take some time to myself um, and my brain would say, you can't do this. 
you have to be working right now because it looks bad on you. Even though I'm home alone, nobody's watching. It's going, it looks bad on you to not be working. So something that I've had to do is give myself permission to be okay being okay. So that scarcity mindset, I would be like, work, 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 make my money, have my money in the bank, but it's not enough. And so there's this uh, pressure to always be achieving, pressure to always have so much, and this sense that no matter how much you have, it's never enough, no matter what you do, it's never enough. And I've, I've been dealing with that and really having conversations with myself, delving into reality. I'm okay. I have a roof over my head. I've got clothing. I've got money to buy makeup. I've got a car. I've got a business that I love. I don't need to make a million dollars every month. If I have slow months, that's okay. You know, if I slow down, that's okay. Just kind of getting myself okay being okay because we live in a culture that wants you to never be okay holly remember we talked about perfection nobody's perfect and why why we say that and it's because we are taught we shouldn't feel okay you're right you when you're no i am perfect you said i felt giddy giddy saying I am perfect and that's how they don't want you to feel you wrote a sticky note and felt giddy and what did that cost you? I mean, the cost of the sticky note might have been might have been point zero 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 five cents, and the cost of the ink to write that might have been point zero 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 one. So it cost you less than a penny to feel giddy, and our culture doesn't want you to feel that good on no money. They want you to pay for it in capitalism. Capitalism. <laughs> Heard a lot about that lately. Yes. I want to go over a couple points before we head out today. So fake love need not apply. Uh, this is a book that I give away for free. In the link tree in my bio, there's a, there's a free book button under my freebies. And one of the things that you said is, is why I give this book away for free. Because this is a book on recognizing posers, losers, scammers, predators, and catfish recognizing them before you select them, getting out of that relationship. If you read this book and say, oh my God, I'm dating one of these ones. And one of the things that I teach in that book is literally how to make friends, because this is the book on how to not be prey for a predator. And you said that, you know, I, I in the very beginning, you're like, I'm so happy that I read this book no more assholes, because it keeps me from falling for BS. And that's what a friend circle is going to do as well. A friend circle is going to point out the people you're considering that are showing red flags that you're not seeing. And they're going to help you understand what is BS in those behaviors. So a reason why I give fake love me not apply for free is because I know the people who need it the most are the ones who don't have a strong social circle and they need that lesson on surrounding themselves with people so that they're not lonely falling for BS. Yes. That's why it happens. Yeah. If you, I mean, the first three months, you know, or well, really the first two months after I broke up, I had to literally schedule my a girlfriend every night yeah otherwise i would have 
perhaps succumbed to calling the X factor. And, you know, if you're lonely, you want to play house, right? Yeah. Playing house. It's not real. It's not reality. But we definitely have to work on that loneliness. So you're saying, so you said it's a free book. Like how, like you download it? Yeah. So anybody going to my Instagram or my TikTok, uh, there's a link tree in the bio and there's a free book under my freebies. And the book is Fake Love Need Not Apply, How to Avoid Posers, Losers, Scammers, Predators, and Catfish. I encourage anybody to go get that free book um, because I, I teach you how to calm your mind. I teach you how to how to tell who's the worst of the worst so you don't pick them. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes you don't, there might not even be a reason for what you're seeing, but you just got this gut feeling like, into it yeah so holly how are you feeling oh. honestly what comes to mind is i feel like i'm starting a new chapter you know i'm prepared with more knowledge more options that's what it feels like. I have options. Yeah. Talking about men options. I just mean like I don't have to settle for what comes along in front of me. So that feels although it waffles back and forth with the scarcity mindset that I'm gonna have to meditate on and and change my thought process and Ooh, what kind of mantra can I make for that? I want you to keep thinking about the car analogy. They're out there waiting to be recognized. Yeah. So I just made a, a video that I haven't posted yet. Last night when I was kind of stoned, uh, I'm, I always make my videos. <laughs> I saw a video where you're like, so I just took a gummy, so I don't know when it's going to kick in, but let's do this TikTok. I, I get most of my ideas while I'm stoned. Um, so I make my video then, but it's totally not appropriate to post. I have to redo the video the next day. <laughs> you know, I got the phone down here. I'm like, Look. <laughs> But anyway, um, I, I, I had a breakthrough last night, trying to figure out what is the common denominator in these men in the, in my past so that I can avoid that in the future. And the common denominator was familiarity. I was, they, it was more familiar to be with their dysfunction than it was for me to be alone. I had never been alone my entire life, ever. So I just kept choosing, you know, the demons I know. Yeah. Instead of the heaven I haven't seen, you know? And so it's so funny because I am familiar with the assholes. 
So I guess I see them everywhere. Yeah. That's. But if I become familiar with the men, not the guys, then I'll start to see them everywhere. That's what you're saying. Yes. Okay, girl. Oh, I got you. Okay. You said that you're off the dating apps. At some point, let's talk about getting you back on the dating apps when you feel ready. We're going to create your bio together, okay? Okay, okay that's good. Okay, so what I'm going to do this week is I'm going to read Fake Love Need Not Apply. Read that, yeah. I want you to work on this scarcity mindset. I want you to, we, did we do your, we didn't do your perfect man list, did we? I don't think so, Holly. I don't think so. So fast. Because I had like 50. And we we got halfway through. And I wasn't even half halfway through my thing. Yes. I'm looking at it here. Non-religious, calm, uses words of affirmation. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to do some visualization. Okay? Yeah. I want you to imagine yourself standing side by side with the person you're going to be with. Now, you, you see yourself very clearly. You see the man by your side. You're going to be hip to hip, like squished up against each other, arms around each other's waist. I want him to be faceless. So who knows what the face is going to be that ends up on there. So he's faceless for now. He's just a figure. Side by side, arms around each other's waist. I want you to go into a feeling. I want you to see a smile on your face and the feeling is contentment, happiness. I want the words to be nothing to complain about. That's the words, nothing to complain about. So good, so perfect, so amazing. And let's add a little something, something on top of that, shall we? Let's have some hundred dollar bills floating from the sky like raindrops all around you piling all around your feet gathering up around you because why not add some money to this man manifestation oh yes girl that's right i like it okay so when i'm thinking about him and that there's nothing to complain about do I go through the list of, nope. nope. Nope, It's It's an emotion that everything fits just right. Yeah. Nothing to complain about. So perfect. Look at the smile on my face. I'm so happy and the money's raining down. I just, okay. So, I mean, honestly, that's what I'm going away with today. The reason why... I don't, I have this scarcity, scarcity mindset is because that's not what I'm familiar with. I'm not familiar with men like that. I'm familiar with the assholes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why good ones. So if you think about the restaurant industry, yeah, there's McDonald's, but there's also high-end restaurants and you, my love, can make your way to the high-end restaurant and go have a whole ass meal. I like it. Nothing to complain about here. <laughs> Nothing to complain about. They are out there. They are waiting for you to see them. Have you written a book? 
for men yet? Two. About how to be a man versus a guy? Uh, a dating book for men, teaching them how to be the man we're looking for and how to select the woman they want. And a relationship book for men, teaching them what I teach women on how to have a zero fight relationship. Okay. I think you should write another one. Oh, yeah. I think in the same way that us women have not been taught to discern. I don't think men have either. No. And I think I when I got all this hate from these men this week, all I could think about was I mean, you don't hate me. You don't know me. I know that. Right. Um, you're just full of hate. How do we, how do we help these men? It's not our job. It's their job to help themselves. It's their job to change their own mind. And if they don't want to, they never will. But if they want to, they'll go find somebody like me to help them do that. But while they're sitting in their corner, hate vomiting onto us, all we can do is say, no, I don't accept. You don't get to do that here. This is my environment and I protect my environment. Yes. There's not, well, I mean, I just direct them to therapy, <laughs> but I wish I had a good book I could recommend for them that's about how to be a man. If they're not asking, they don't care. You know, as well as I do, some people are perfectly happy being angry and toxic. It's familiar to them. So we we let them. But here's the thing. If it's 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 natural selection, right? If those people get sex, why would they ever change? If those people witness men getting sex, then they'll become men. So basically what you're saying is the women got to stop having sex. <laughs> we need to stop rewarding bad behavior, period. Is that not parenting 101? Well, is bad behavior. Now, obviously, that's frustrating for women because we don't want to be like, dear God, really? Are we always the one that has to like be the bigger person? Polly, if you go in the sun, are you the one who has to put the sunscreen on your skin? Yes. If you go deep in the woods, are you the one that has to put the mosquito repellent on your skin? So don't we understand the concept of protecting ourselves against what will hurt us in the world around us? But I would prefer for the mosquitoes just to not even be there being assholes. Right. But we accept the reality that we need to protect ourselves. That is the reality. Yes. And I want to have a temper tantrum and not and not accept it is what it is. 
and I just have to put my big girl panties on and accept the reality that I am the only one that can protect myself and hold my boundaries. And those of us who don't, it's because we don't value ourselves. And when women collectively change their selection process, the guys will collectively change their decision-making process to be selected by women. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do this. I love this. My love, Holly, thank you for this. I appreciate you. Um, so I didn't get to record this. Will you resend that to me? <laughs> I abs absolutely will. Book your next session. Let's keep chugging along with this. I am loving, loving, loving what you're doing. Hopefully next week we can get you on your laptop because on your phone, we have to walkie talkie this. So oh. Oh. I, don't know, I don't know if you noticed, but if I talk, I can't hear you. No, I didn't notice that at all. But okay. um, but I appreciate it and I'll figure out my camera. Yeah. I love you, Holly. You're amazing. Amazing. Um, looking forward to the book club. Very much looking forward to the book club. I'll message you about a date for that. Yes. Yeah, sounds good, my love. Bye, honey. Bye, lovely.